Would you pray with me? Gracious God, speak through me, O Lord, and if necessary, in spite of me, so that your written word and your spoken word leads us to the one true living word, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our gospel reading this morning comes from Mark chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. Hear now the word of the Lord. In those days, when there was again a great crowd without anything to eat, he called his disciples and said to them, I have compassion for the crowd, because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way. And some of them have come from a great distance. His disciples replied, how can one feed these people with bread here in the desert? And he asked them, how many loaves do you have? They said, seven. And then he ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and after giving thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute. And they distributed them to the crowd. They had also a few small fish, and after blessing them, he ordered that these two should be distributed. And they ate and were filled, and they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. Now there were about 4,000 people, and he sent them away. And immediately he got up into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. And this is the word of God for you, the people of God. So I remember when I first got to Parkway Hills UMC, as I reflected on what I'm thankful for, being here in this community is one of those. My first Sunday was a spectacular meal. There were many gifts given. There were new and friendly faces and conversation along with wonderful worship. And I remember singing the last song that we have within our service, thinking, well, that is really catchy. And with each week, I caught on pretty quickly that it was intentionally repeated thing. I remember saying to someone, yes, I've almost got the words to the song down, but I sometimes forget which order they go in. And kindly, with a lot of grace, this person told me there are hints everywhere. <laughs> Look around, <laughs> especially at the banners in the worship center. Um, so no, if you get a little lost, there they are. Um, repetition helps us remember. And in our story today, we've heard of a repeated act that Jesus cared for very much in his ministry. Jesus liked feeding the multitudes. Now, in feeding the multitude, this is something that happened on two occasions in the Gospel of Mark. The first one recorded just a few chapters before, the feeding of the 5,000. Um, and that one we're kind of more familiar with. And so now we hear this story, not to be confused with the other, but instead added to the many accounts of the revolutionary way that Christ is living and is showing us how to live. The feeding of the 4,000. 
And so we hear of this repeated miracle by Jesus because it reveals to us the necessity of compassion within ministry. How we are called to see a need and respond to that need. Now with the multitude of 4,000, no one forced them to be there or made them follow Jesus for three days without a meal. It wasn't required for extra credit or continuing education or volunteer or service hours. They wanted to be there. And so Jesus sees that and responds to them with a welcome and a need for a meal. It didn't matter who they were or where they came from. They were in need of food. And as I'm sure many of our grandmothers were, you never leave hungry. Our God is a God who is motivated by love and by compassion for people, feeding and nourishing them. So feed them, they did. Jesus instructed the people to take a seat, relax, take time to rest and restore yourself before the next journey into the world. Jesus asked the disciples for what they have to offer, seven loaves of bread given by the disciples themselves. The scripture doesn't say that they collected it from the crowd. Jesus simply asked, what do you have? And they replied, seven loaves. There's a sense of responsibility within leadership to look after one another. They could have kept the bread for themselves. After all, they too were on journeys. Um, they thought to plan ahead. They weren't planning to go back to their homes. They were planning to carry out the mission with Jesus. So there was no guarantee where their next meal would be if they gave up their seven loaves. But they offered what they had instead of hoarding what they had. They offered their seven loaves, trusting that all would be well. The disciples grow in their faith and understanding of Jesus and his mission. They grow in responding with the same compassion that Christ had. And so Jesus takes the loaves, he gives thanks, he broke the bread, and then gave it back to the disciples to distribute it to the people. They serve one another in love. As we grow in the love of God, we respond and serve in compassion to one another. And as the story shows us, the people were fed, regaining their strength. What once started as seven loaves turned into seven basketfuls left over. There's a responsibility for us to respond and compassion to the needs of others. We give what we have, giving thanks to God for that gift, and in return we give that gift to help others. Whether that be through feeding the hungry, as we have so many opportunities here that we are a part of, through Backpack Buddies with East Flora, through those that volunteer and serve at Grace Place in the Jackson community to bringing cranberry sauce for 700 boxes, to bringing a basket full of peanut butter on a Sunday morning for Madcap, through your talents and volunteering in your service, through building and delivering beds for kids so that kids have warm beds on cold nights like last night, 
so that families can remain together. Through the quilting and yarning ministries that sew and crochet gifts of love and comfort for children and families. And these are just a few ways that there is serving one another done in our congregation. We know that there's also financial giving to support others' needs met. In all that we do, we give thanks to God. And we trust God with it as God uses those gifts to help others. Because as we see in the story today and within our lives, God uses us as a vessel. We are not left out. Jesus didn't do it alone. He had the disciples distribute the food. And so we too are the hands and feet of Christ to the community, instrumental in serving one another as God used uses us to bring about healing. We give of our loaves so that in return we appreciate the basketfuls of Christ's love in return as we see the healing take place. And we remember to celebrate this as we gather together when we can, or as John Wesley said, as often as possible and here in the UMC, we believe in the open table when we come to the table where all are welcome to take a part in it, just like the multitude. It doesn't matter who we are or where we came from as we experience the bread, giving thanks for it, the breaking of the bread that we receive through communion and the cup lifted up, giving thanks to God and sharing it with one another. It is a gift from God to us out of compassion for us. Just like in our scripture story, we too can find ourselves growing weary and in need of restoration. So Christ invites all to come, to sit, to be restored, to receive the gift, this offering, so that we don't faint away on our journeys as we leave this space. By the grace of God, we are sustained by compassion and by God's love. And for this, we give thanks. This time of year, there's an importance to mealtime around the table. We come together to remember with gratitude all that God has given us. After all, tonight we are having a meal around many tables. And it will be a different menu. I, don't, I hope we'll have more than seven loaves of bread and a few fish. Um, but it's also a time and space where everyone, the multitude, is invited. Everyone has a space and a place at the table. We'll come to table because we know the spirit is in this space. And it may look a little different um, than years past. We may have to be a little creative in our spacing here in the worship center. But that's okay, because Jesus' mission and ministry showed us just how creative one can be when serving others. And so for our meal tonight, I have full faith that we will do the same so that all feel welcome to come to the table where relationships are transforming we bring what we have and we come as we are, continuing to grow in God's love.
We give what God requests of us, serving others along the way, and we are thankful for the community in Christ we have with one another that sustains each of us. For this, we celebrate. So as you find yourself, perhaps at different tables throughout the week, um, I know it's a big week for meal times, different shapes and different sizes and different people at your tables, may we remember to give thanks to God for all that God has given us. And out of gratitude, may we be inspired for the, to use those gifts so that others feel welcome and are fed, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally. So from the shipwrecks in life that can stir up fear and chaos that we learned about last week on Paul's experience, to the times that we feel ourselves in a drought desert in need of food, may we cling to the desire and the need to find ourselves back at God's table as the breaking of the bread and the giving of the cup take place, receiving the grace fully as we experience God's love. Amen.